Hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories. Wise tales from storytellers around the world, which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello Super Great Kids and how are you? I'm very pleased because it's approaching Halloween. And to mark the occasion, we're going to post not one, but three stories this week for Halloween. The first is a story from Russia. It's got a witch in it. Can any of you think who that witch might be? Uh-oh, <laughs> you guessed it, Baba Yaga. But before I tell you more about Baba Yaga, in case you don't know her, I wonder how many super great scary stories you can think of while we have a quick word with the grown-ups. Hello, super great kids, I'm back. I wonder which stories you remembered. How about The Ghost of the Bloody Finger? And did you get Ruby Red Lips and Long Red Fingernails? Or even The Beast Who Wants a Feast? Or one of our subscriber podcast super great scary stories like Molly and the Skeleton or Tommy and the Ghost. Now, back to Baba Yaga. As you may know, unfortunately, this witch likes to eat children. She has long bony fingers and long bony legs. And when she runs, her bones click like this. Can you remember? Click, clack, clickety-clack, click, clack, clickety-clack. And Baba Yaga has an iron nose like a beak, which is so long that when she lies on her bed, it scratches the ceiling of her hut. Oh, and she lives in a hut which is surrounded by a fence made of bones. And perched on top of those fence posts are skulls, which have eyes which glow red with the fire inside them. <laughs> nice touch. So, now you've heard about Baba Yaga, perhaps you will know if this is the kind of story for you, or even for your grown-up. It is a bit scary, but as with most fairy tales, it does have a happy ending. And if scary stories just aren't for you, then switch to our second story for this week. Our bonus funny story told by Baden called No Way Jose. It's about a chicken, yes, a chicken, who is flat plain rubbish at singing. And it is definitely not scary. So, for anyone who's feeling brave, are you ready? Are you sure? Are you sitting comfortably? Then off we go. Once upon a time, or as they say in Russia, Davnim Davno, there lived a mother who had three daughters and a baby son. The mother loved all her children, but took extra care of her youngest boy, who was pale and thin. They didn't have a lot of money, and they didn't have a lot to eat. 
But the three sisters spent their summer days playing outside, running barefoot through the long grass and plucking fruit from the trees. As for the little boy, well, I'm sorry to have to tell you that the mother never let him out of the house. It wasn't that she was mean. She was just worried because Baba Yaga, the witch who ate children, lived in the forest right next to the village. And her little boy had not yet learned the ways of the world, how to run like the wind, how to outwit a witch. One fine summer's day, the three sisters were having such fun dipping their feet in the stream and racing sticks under the bridge. Mama, please let me take our little brother outside to play. I'll take good care of him, said the youngest sister. The mother was tired. The little boy had been awake in the night. One little play in the sunshine. What harm could it do? OK, OK, the mother relented. I'll get some rest, but mind you call me the minute he cries. Thank you, Mama, thank you. I will, I promise, said the youngest daughter. And she took him by the hand and led him to the meadow where her sisters were picking flowers. Suddenly, a shadow passed over the sun and whoosh, a blue-black raven swooped down as if out of nowhere. It opened its sharp beak, plucked the little boy from the meadow and carried him in its claws up, up, up and away. What have you done? shouted the older sisters. Mama is going to be so angry with us. That was one of Baba Yaga's crows. He's carrying our brother back to her hut right now. What are we going to do? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, wept the little girl. I'll go right now and get him back. No, you've got us in enough trouble already. You wait here and I'll go, said the oldest sister, and she set off running towards the forest. Presently, she came to a fork in the path, and she took the one which went to the left. She ran and she ran and she ran until she came to a birch tree. Birch tree, birch tree, can you tell me where my little brother went? Little girl, little girl. Pick my leaves from off my tree. Keep half for you, leave half for me. They'll help you find him, you will see, whispered the birch tree, swishing its branches. No, 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 I don't have time to help you, said the girl, stamping her foot. I have to find my brother. And on she ran. She ran and she ran and she ran until she came to an apple tree. Apple tree, apple tree, can you tell me where my little brother went? She called up to the tree. Little girl, little girl, pick all my apples from off my tree. Take half for you, leave half for me. They'll help you later, you will see, said the apple tree. No, 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 I don't have time to help you, said the girl, stamping her foot. I have to find my brother. And on she ran. She ran and she ran and she ran until she came to an outdoor oven. It was hot and ready to bake something delicious. Oven, oven, have you seen my little brother pass this way? Little girl, little girl, sweep out my oven. 
Make bread for tea, take half for you, leave half for me. It'll help you later, you will see, chanted the oven, rocking from side to side. Oh, no, 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 I don't have time to help you. I need you to help me, said the girl, stamping both her feet. I have to find my brother. And on she ran. The forest grew darker. A dull red glow shone between the trees. And suddenly there before her was a house made of logs. Roosting on its roof were two black crows. And all around the house was a string of skulls with eyes which burned like red hot coals. The house was turning around and around on its fat yellow chicken legs. Little house, little house, stop spinning right now. Stand with your back to the forest and your front to me, said the girl bravely. The house stopped spinning. The door opened. And there, lying on the floor with her head stuck in one corner and her long bony feet in the other, was Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga sat up and as she did, she scraped her long bony nose on the ceiling. Foo, 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 I smell you, she screeched. Are you coming to help or are you running away? And the girl said, Granny, I've walked through bogs and swamps and I got soaked to the skin and now I've come here to warm up. Ah, you want to warm up, do you? Go and light my oven and put on some soup to boil. That'll warm you up. And if you can't, then I'll put you in the pot and turn you into soup and that'll warm me up. The girl did as Baba Yaga asked. She was used to helping her mother and knew how to make soup. Now, come close to me, little girl, and see if you can't get some of these fleas out of my hair, crooned the witch. Well, of course the little girl did not want to sit next to a witch with a head full of fleas and lice, but she really wanted to get her brother back, so she did as she was told. And while she was fishing out fleas, there in the next room, she caught sight of her little brother, sitting on a chair by the fire, playing with golden apples, while a cat told him stories. While the girl combed Baba Yaga's filthy matted hair, she sang a little song to herself. You can try very hard to catch me, but you will never, never catch me. I will run and run and run, I will run and run and run, as far as my legs will go. And you know how it is when you're sitting by a fire and someone's combing your hair and singing you a little song. Well, you get all sleepy. And sure enough, Soon Baba Yaga's head started nodding and it wasn't long before she was snoring through her long bony nose. Quick as a mouse, the girl snatched up her little brother and ran and ran and ran. The cat yowled, meow, meow, and that woke up the birds on the roof. The birds crowed, caw, caw, 
Yaga. And that woke up Baba Yaga. Bring me back my tasty breakfast, shrieked Baba Yaga. And quick as a hare, she leapt into her mortar, she grabbed her pestle, and plucking one of the skulls in her hand to light her way, she was off, sweeping a path across the starry skies. Swish, swash, swishity, swash, swish, swash, swishity, swash. Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, ho, ho. Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, ho, ho. Can you help me? Swish, swash, swishity, swash, swish, swash, swishity, swash. Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, ho, ho. Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, ho, ho. Meanwhile, the girl ran and ran and ran until she came to the oven in the woods. Oven, oven, will you please hide me? asked the girl, all out of breath. And the oven said, Did you help me when I needed it? No. So, no, I won't hide you. Be off with you. And just then, Baba Yaga came swooping down to the oven. Oven, oven, did a little girl pass by here with a little delicious boy? Yes, she did. She went that way. Baba Yaga lifted her long nose to the breeze and swish, swash, swishity, swash, she was off, chasing, chasing, chasing. The girl ran and ran and ran until she came to the apple tree. Apple tree, apple tree, please, can I hide in your branches? And the apple tree said, No, little girl, did you help me when I needed it? No. So, no, I won't hide you in my branches. Just then, Baba Yaga came swooping down to the apple tree. Apple tree, apple tree. Did a little girl pass by here with a delicious little boy? Yes, she did, said the apple tree. She went that way. And Baba Yaga lifted her long nose to the breeze and she was off, chasing, chasing, chasing. The girl ran and ran and ran until she came to the birch tree. Birch tree, birch tree, birch tree. Can I rest here in your branches? Will you hide me? But the birch tree said, No, little girl. Did you help me when I needed it? No. So, no, you can't hide in my branches. And the girl ran on. Just then, Baba Yaga came swooping down to the birch tree, sniffing through her long, bony nose. Birch tree, birch tree, did a little girl pass by here with a delicious little boy? Yes, she did, said the birch tree. She went that way. Oh, look, she's right there. Ah-ha-ha-ha-ha, <laughs> cackled Baba Yaga. Come to me, my pretties, she called up to the two black crows who swooped out of the sky and scratched at the girl with their sharp claws. Then they were off, with her little brother dangling from their beaks. And Baba Yaga shrieked triumphant and turned and headed to her hut, sweeping the stars out of the way as she headed homewards. Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, ho, ho. Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, ho, ho. When the girl got home, tired and scratched, 
she told her mother the whole sad story. The middle sister listened quietly and then begged, Please, mother, let me go. I'll bring him back safe and sound. You'll see. The mother did not want her middle daughter to go, but she longed to have her little boy back and safe in her arms, and so off the middle girl went. But I'm sorry to have to tell you that everything happened just the same way. And before you knew it, the middle girl came back all tired and scratched in tears and without her brother. So, naturally, the youngest sister begged to be allowed to try. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Please, mother, please, this is all my fault. Please, let me try. Ha! Huh. We couldn't get him, so what makes you think you could? scoffed her older sisters, dabbing up their scratches with cotton wool. It's true, I might not rescue him, but you should at least let me try. Very well, said her mother, and fell back into her chair, exhausted. The little girl set off running. She came to a fork in the path and took the one in the middle. She ran and she ran and she ran until she came to a birch tree. Birch tree, birch tree, please, can you tell me where my little brother went? Little girl, little girl, pick my leaves from off my tree. Keep half for you, leave half for me. They'll help you later, you will see, whispered the birch tree. Uh, of course I will, said the girl, who shimmied up the tree, shook off all the leaves and gathered half of them into her apron. Then she ran and she ran and she ran until she came to an apple tree. Apple tree, apple tree, please, can you tell me where my little brother went? Little girl, little girl, pick all my apples off my tree. Take half for you, leave half for me. They'll help you later, you will see, said the apple tree. Of course I will, said the little girl, who obediently picked all the apples. She took half for herself, put them in her apron pocket, and left half for the tree. And on she ran. She ran and she ran and she ran, until she came to an oven in the open air. It was hot and ready to bake something delicious. Oven, oven, have you seen my little brother pass this way? Little girl, little girl, sweep out my oven, make bread for tea, take half for you, leave half for me. It'll help you later, you will see, chanted the oven. So she swept out the oven and baked a loaf, kept half for herself, put it still warm in her pocket and left half for the oven. And on she ran. The forest grew darker and darker and darker and soon there was nothing but a dull red glow shining between the trunks. And suddenly there before her was a house made of logs turning around and around on fat yellow chicken legs. And on its roof were two black crows, and hanging from the eaves was a string of skulls with glowing red eyes like a creepy necklace. Little house, little house, stop spinning right now. Stand with your back to the forest and your front to me, said the little girl. The house stopped spinning. The door 
opened. And there, lying on the floor with her head stuck in one corner and her feet in the other, was Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga sat up, her long bony nose scraping across the ceiling. Foo, 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 I smell you, she screeched through her long bony nose. Are you coming to help or are you running away? And the girl said, Granny, I've walked through bogs and swamps and I got soaked to the skin and now I've come here to warm up. Ah, you want to warm up, do you? Go and light my oven and put on some soup to boil. That'll warm you up. And if you can't, then I'll put you in a pot and turn you into soup and that'll warm me up. The girl went and did as Baba Yaga said. She was used to helping her mother and knew how to make soup. Now, come close to me, little girl, and see if you can get these pesky fleas out of my hair. Well, the little girl did as she was told, and while she was fishing out fleas, she caught sight of her little brother in the next room, sitting on a chair by the fire, playing with golden apples while a cat told him stories. And the girl kept on combing Baba Yaga's filthy hair. And while she combed, she sang a little song to herself. You can try very hard to catch me, but you will never, never catch me. I will run and run and run. I will run and run and run as far as my legs will go. And you know how it is. When you're sitting by the fire and someone's combing your hair, you get all sleepy. And sure enough, Baba Yaga's head soon started nodding and it wasn't long before she was snoring through her long, bony nose. The girl took some cotton wool, dipped it in tar and smeared it over Baba Yaga's eyes. Then she gave the cat some fresh bread from her pocket and the cat ate it all, licked its pink nose, yawned and curled up by the fire. Quick as a mouse, the girl grabbed her little brother and headed for home, throwing down some crumbs for the crows as she ran. She ran and she ran and she ran and the cat didn't yowl and the crows didn't caw. After a while, Baba Yaga woke up. She sniffed. <sniffs> Strange. She couldn't smell her breakfast and she couldn't see a thing. Everything was black. She'd been tricked. Stop! Bring me back my breakfast! Her screech echoed round the woods like a murder of crows. But the girl held on to her little brother even more tightly and kept on running. She ran and she ran and she ran until soon she came to the oven in the woods. Oven, oven, please hide me. And the oven said, why, of course. And it opened its doors wide, wide, wide and the little girl got inside. Back at home, Baba Yaga was still screeching. Cat! Cat! Come and get this black stuff out of my eyes now! And the cat said, Meow! 
As long as I've lived with you, you've never given me a single burnt sausage. This girl gave me some freshly baked bread. So, no, I won't. Meow. <coughs> Growling, Baba Yaga ran to the door and shouted to the crows. Crows, crows, my pretties. Fly after that little girl and bring me back my breakfast. Ah, 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 they croaked. As long as we lived with you, you never fed us any treats. This girl gave us tasty fresh crumbs. So no, we won't. And so Baba Yaga had to claw the tar out of her eyes herself. And then in one leap, she landed in her mortar. She grabbed her pestle and one of the skulls to light her path. And she was off, rowing her way across the starry skies. Ready? Swish, swash, swishity, swash. Swish, swash, swishity, swash. Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, huh, huh. Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, huh, huh. She lifted her long nose to the breeze. And then, whoosh, she swooped down to the oven. Oven, oven, did you see a girl passing by here with a delicious little boy? And the oven said, Nuh-uh-uh, I didn't see anything. Inside the oven, the girl put her finger to her lips and begged her brother to stay quiet. The witch growled and... Swish, swash, swishity, swash, she was off, sniffing through her long, bony nose. The girl thanked the oven and ran on, clutching her brother. She ran and she ran and she ran, but she was getting tired and her head hurt. Apple tree, apple tree, please, will you hide me? And the apple tree fluffed up its branches and wrapped the girl in the hollow of her trunk. And whoosh! Baba Yaga swooped down to the apple tree. Apple tree, apple tree, did you see a little girl pass by here with a delicious little boy? Crooned the witch, and the apple tree said, Nah-ah-ah, nope. And the witch growled and lifted her long nose to the breeze, and she was off, sniffing her path through the sky. Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, huh, huh. Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, huh, huh. And the girl, while she was getting tired, and she asked the birch tree to help her. And the birch tree fluffed itself up like a mother hen and wrapped the girl in its branches. And the witch flew down and asked, Birch tree, birch tree, did a little girl pass by here with a delicious little boy? Nuh-uh-uh, nope said the birch tree. And the witch was tired. And the witch was crabby. <sighs> she growled. And hurumph, she scowled. And do you know what she did? Why, she turned right around and headed for home, sweeping her way slowly across the starry skies. And as she flew, she crooned sadly to herself with her belly rumbling and grumbling. Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, huh, huh. Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, huh, huh.
And as for the little girl, well, she was nearly home. And as she went, she sang her little song. You can try very hard to catch me, but you will never, never catch me. I will run and run and run, I will run and run and run, as far as my legs will go. And before long, she arrived home and placed her little brother safely in his mother's arms. And later, when she told them all her story, she shook the leaves and the apples out of her apron. And can you guess what had happened? That's right! Out tumbled apple after apple and leaf after leaf of shining, shimmering gold. And so there was great rejoicing and stories and dancing. And the mother made pancakes and gingerbread for all. And as far as I know, they're still partying now. Oh, thanks very much for listening to that story. Aren't you brave? I like the way Baba Yaga was rowing her way through the stars and using a skull to light her way like a torch. I wonder, would you have paused to listen to trees if you were in a hurry to rescue your little brother from being turned into a stew? I think you probably would. And... Have you noticed with Baba Yaga stories, there's often little chores which she sets for her children, like making soup or sweeping the floor or yuckety yuck, pulling fleas and lice out of her hair. Might just be a good idea for you to learn some of those little daily tasks, possibly not the lice and fleas bit, but you never know when they're going to come in handy. More ghoulish facts about Baba Yaga in our Owlet Letter for subscribers this week. And if you want more scary stories, there's a bonus story this week from our subscriber-only Super Great Scary Stories podcast, which we're going to give you to celebrate Halloween. Now, we do love hearing from you, so it's time to dig deep into our bag of happies and say some thank yous. Thanks, first of all, to all our new owlets who've been fluttering into our nest. Thanks to new owlets, Iris, who is three, from Bedfordshire in the UK. She listens on her trips to preschool and especially loves the spooky ones. Very brave, Iris. And to Sophia, who is seven, in San Francisco. Sophia listens to the stories after school and one of her favourites is Mama Draga, the Sicilian ogress. Mama Draga is a bit like Baba Yaga, don't you think? And and hello to Laurel, who is five, and Avon, who is three, from Houston in Texas in the US. Laurel's favourite story is Gulbaha, the Iranian version of Rapunzel, and Avon likes Mama Draga. 
and hoo 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 and welcome to Maya who is six and lives in Albany in California. She's been listening for years and is very pleased to have access to all the new bonus and scary stories. Put together, there are over 40 of them. And hoo 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 and hello to Owlet Jack from Kentucky in the US who will soon be seven. Jack likes the story from Guyana about how the snakes got their poison. A great choice, Jack. A very big thanks to all of you who've been supporting us on Apple, Patreon and Ko-fi. We rely on your donations and subscriptions to keep producing Super Great Kids stories and to pay our storytellers. If you'd like to support us, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Patreon, which you'll find on our website at supergreatkidsstories.com. We've had some really thoughtful reviews too, so thanks to Ingrid's mummy and to Amelia and Viviana and to Rumi who are all in the US. Very kind of you all. And now, you're all so good at drawing, it's very hard to choose, but here are my three picks for this week. Thanks to Chloe, who is seven, from Iowa in the US, who's drawn a magnificent Baba Yaga picture. Chloe and her sister Ainsley especially like the Baba Yaga stories. Me too. I particularly like the way, Chloe, that you've given her a very long nose and bright red lips. Just brilliant. And thanks to new listeners from Thailand, Mona, who is seven, and Millie, who is four. Mona's drawn a beautiful witty picture of the little elf with an enormous sausage umbrella from the Norwegian story, A White Bear for the King. Very funny, Mona. Thank you. And thanks to five-year-old Elise, who's drawn How the Rainbow Got Into the Sky. Elise and her three-year-old brother Bodie listen to the stories on their family walks. I love your rainbow snake arching over the sky and the clouds with ice cubes on them, which the snake is shaking off and turning into rain. Really imaginative. Thanks for sharing it. If you'd like to see those pictures and all the Halloween pictures coming in at the moment, then go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash supergreatkidsstories. That's it for this week. Remember, it's a special Halloween weekend with not one, but two scary stories and one bonus story if you don't like witches and hairy toes. Bye for now. Keep telling your scary stories. Happy Halloween! Oh! This podcast was produced at Wardour Studios in London.